Hello, everybody. Live from my luxurious hotel room in New Orleans. It is the Ozone coming at you with an espresso shot about the red hot NBA, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here with my brother, the icons, Terry. And also, we got a special guest. Uh, yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, it isn't his first time, but he's always welcome. We got Coach Buckets in the house. Buckets, how you been? Oh, man, I've been beautiful, fellas. How y'all doing, man? Always great to be on the Ozone. With <laughs> and my boy, T. Mizzle. Well, what's good? Appreciate your love. What's good? You know what it is. We come to you like the kids come to you for information about <laughs> basketball. You I have an expertise about a certain thing. We know that your expertise is about shooting hoops and getting buckets. Getting but buckets. in knowing that, it makes you I've had several conversations with you where you have great information about guys in the NBA and their actual <laughs> abilities and how long they hold the ball and so on and so forth. Right That's now, I don't want to talk about that. Right okay. now, I want to talk about the hottest topic to me and in my generation, which is Scottie Pippen voicing disdain against his his ride or die teammate, the man, the myth, the legend, the greatest of all time, Mr. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. Mr. Now, Mike. Talk to me. How do you feel about this rift between Scottie and Mike? Well, wait a know, minute. Uh, wait a minute. The greatest of all time to some. Let's let's cl- clarify that. To most. They they thank so you. Kel, the most? To most. Can we say the most? Can we go with most? We can say no. the most. I think the most is safe. We gotta say, yeah, we gotta say the most. Okay. Clearly, clearly the icons are on the side of Scottie Pippen and he's salty about some things. So let's let's figure out what 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 do you what do you think about this? We've heard Scotty has come out and said he didn't appreciate a lot of the stuff that was in last year's documentary, The Last Dance, which was brilliant. And it it was produced by Michael Jordan and highlighted by Michael Jordan and starring Michael Jordan with the co-stars of the Bulls. Now, it's kind of similar to the Boys in the Hood uh, NWA film that came out that was produced by Dre and Cube, which not so surprisingly made Dre and Cube look like the heroes. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it works. (laughs) This is is how it is. The, the The winners write the history books. Now, what do you think? What do you think about Scotty coming at his boy, coming at Mike? He's on tour. I mean, he's—I saw him on uh, on Regis and Kelly the other day. Right. Well, I think this is a book sale situation. I mean, he has so. a book out. Yep. So I feel like he feels it's it's good read. If you're thinking, oh, well, let me see what Scotty really think about Mike. Now, in reality, I feel it's clear Mike carried them right. But Scotty was a good all-around player. Maybe he feels like he didn't get his just due. So it seems like he always throws a little something out there to keep himself a little relevant and, and kind of in relation to Mike, which I feel is kind of disrespectful to Mike a little bit. It is, is that I don't believe that Mike could win without Scotty. I disagree. I, I really feel like. But he hasn't, though. Well, we, that's just the history. And we can always speculate one way or the other. However, I feel like Scotty's skill set, Scotty really did nothing with exception or with, he wasn't elite at anything except defense. He wasn't an elite shooter, wasn't an elite dribbler, wasn't an elite passer. Scotty can just hit the open one. He really didn't even have range. So Scotty can hit just the open one. Wow. I got to interject. Get get it out because I got to jump on you. Okay. Okay. What Scotty could do is finish on the break. And was a great defender. But I think he was just average at everything else. So if you got somebody else 
that was average at everything else and a great defender. They could have did what Scotty did with Mike. Yeah, but that doesn't grow on trees, though, obviously. No chance. No No chance. All right, first and foremost, I was actually surprised at how Mm -hmm. much love Michael Jordan gave to Scotty during the filming of The Last Dance. Mm -hmm. But obviously, he didn't give him enough because he saw me. Well, obviously, to to Scotty, he didn't give him enough. But I was surprised because given what everyone's heard about Michael Jordan and Mm -hmm. his incredible reputation of selfishness, I was surprised that he acknowledged that there is no Michael Jordan without Scotty Pippen. I mean, he said those actual words. So that's, I mean, that's... And I agree. I I feel that way. And because, again, you also have to gel as teammates. You have to be able to be that that B person. You know what I mean? A lot goes into well, it. Well, here's here's it. I agree. You just you just had a conflicting statement right there because you I just said literally that he do you think that he could have won without Scotty? You said yes, but now if you're another, saying that if another person came in and it's chemistry is a tough thing on teams. Well, that's the thing you, that you so can't you can't like put that on paper. And that that has happen. to be right. It has to be that's that only works in in practice. It doesn't work in theory. Because it sounds good in theory, but we've seen plenty of super teams not win anything. Now, with Scotty and Mike, they had something very special because you had Batman and Robin. You had the you you had the chemistry. But I will stand against and dispute what you're saying about Scotty not being exceptional at anything. If there's anything that Scotty was exceptional at, it was intangibles. Scotty was mentally tough. And that's something we don't see now. I give you that. And and the mental toughness had to be there to work with Michael Jordan and to play in the hoop era of the 80s and 90s. Both of those things required a mental toughness that we saw wasn't necessarily there for other superstars at the time. I don't know if you would give Karl Malone the same level of mental toughness. Karl Malone wasn't able to overcome, even though he put up crazy points, crazy, you know, he was a crazy player, so on and so forth. The mental toughness to understand your role Scotty was Robin, but that didn't and he accepted that. Couldn't, yes. And it didn't mean he couldn't have been Batman. That's the biggest thing to me with Scotty. And I he played he injured. I don't think so. I hate that he didn't get a chip without him so that he, he couldn't prove it. Um, but I tell you what, now this is the you know, the golden era of basketball, if you ask me. And in all honesty, Scotty Pippen did so many things within so many games to win championships, six of them. Scotty yes. gets key steals. Scotty, yes. Scotty does finish on the break, like arguably like, as good as like, anybody ever. Scotty can right. finish on the break. I'm, and not only that, I, I, his I, defense. You know, I got to give him that. I gave him that off top. You have to. He was a closer. On you. Right. He's a closer. Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we can't act like that. That's not like important. But here's you need that. You need that grindy, dirty player, just like they needed Dennis Rodman when they got him. Right. But it, listen, it, I, I challenge you. If you look back at if you get a Scottie Pippen highlight reel, it's you outrageous. It. You listen, you'll see unbelievable athleticism. You will see a, a few contested shots and a whole lot of openness, a whole lot of easy. I don't know about that because what you're going to see is you're going to see you're going to see him getting beat up by the Pistons. You're going to see him finishing at the rim. You're going to see some fly kicks because don't sleep. Scotty Pippen had some of the flyest sneakers ever. Absolutely. Scotty had fly sneakers. Oh, my goodness. The black and reds were so cold. Um, So so me personally, I I mean, it seems very uh, 
it seems like a book ploy on one level, but it also mm-hmm. seems genuine. I really feel like it's oh, no, genuine. genuine. I feel Scotty like it's, it's is genuinely little, yeah. disrespected. Mm-hmm. And I think that MJ is genuinely confused because MJ is saying to himself, yo, I, I gave you love. I gave you, I gave you credit, love. but yeah, yeah. we know that I'm, I'm Michael Jordan. I'm the dude. I'm the dude. I'm <laughs> iconic, the big bro. shots right. yeah. all I'm the iconic. time. Other thing that Scotty didn't do is Scotty didn't miss free throws. Scotty was clutch. He was very, Scotty, very. But see, clutch. but see, this is what it seems like that Buckets is discount is that Scotty was well rounded, you and, know, and that's yes, yes. And, and that's very, very important because there's always somebody, you know, because most of the time what you're giving some of the guys prop for is having an elite shot or you right. know defense. But if a guy's like across the board in baseball, they consider him a five tool player. He can and do Scotty everything. Was a well. five tool player. Yeah, and I he give, can do everything above average. So he's not just average; he's I, I above average. Uh, I won't say above average. That's see, are that's you insane? I, As per I, what I, level? I, who I, else? Who a, else I'm was a small you. forward giving you what Scotty was giving you at that time? You know, I think overall he was an elite player, especially because of the athleticism and the defense. However, skill wise, to so me, I always go back to the skill thing. Give what, me, what, what, give what, me, what, what, me wow, one guy. He has great skills. He has great skills. What? Give me one yeah. guy, mm-hmm. give me mm-hmm. one guy in the era that you take out Scotty and plug in this dude and they win the six. Okay. One guy. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you one. I can do that. Uh, Sean Kemp. No, no, stop. Sean Kemp couldn't do nothing but jump and dunk. Well, I'm, I'm saying. But you know what, Clyde Drexler? Well you put Clyde Drexler there, but we're talking well about, but and we're I talking about doesn't have the mentality. Try Drexler needed to be Batman. This was Clyde yes, Drexler's absolutely, problem absolutely, when they absolutely. went and played Fai Slam and Jamma when, when Scotty actually did go play with him in Houston afterwards. Yeah. This was the problem. Right. I, this and, is what I'm saying. Thing, Name yeah. one I, guy who actually had the skill and the mentality, the mentality. To, yeah, to play his role. Well, an egomaniac that's, of Michael that's Jordan. Where, uh, and, uh, excuse me, that's where Scotty went. Because to deal with it, you could only say Scotty can do it, and Scotty did it. So I can't, give, I can't take that from him. Mentally and the intangibles, I have to say Scotty's off is off the charts. Off the charts. No, okay. Well, yeah, there it is. The we on the same page there. Off the charts. I feel like the, and that's why they connected and that's why they had to win because the chemistry worked. But and I you, think Scotty's will to just, win. I think Scotty's right. will to win is there with just about anybody's in the league history. Scotty and really wants to win. He wants to that's win. That's what he, he said. Sac- and he'll sacrifice. But however, because he's willing to sacrifice. Yes. But here's, here's, but here's the here's the the knock on that one. When it was, <laughs> when it, I got one for you. When it was time to win. And they said, hey, let Tony Kuko shoot that thing. He said, I ain't even going in the game. But that's because he had he already been he had already been robbing for long enough. That's it was time for him. It was time for him to put on the cape. It was time for him that he wanted to take off the tights and put on the cape. He put in his time. But you got to go in the game. Uh, you got to go in the game. I well, this, at, the, at game. this point, at this point, he's That's trying that. to prove a point, though. He he's sure to, is. Uh, he sure well, is. Well, yeah, tell him to. You better tell him. <laughs> well, talk to the media afterwards. Go on the court. But uh, you got to you gotta say, or say, no, man, fuck that. Give me the ball. So, so I'm sure he probably protest, said that. You know, protest in the thing. You know, I say, hey, man, no. Uh, he didn't say anything. If you ask me, though, if you ask me, this is this is the moment that Phil Jackson decided that he this was the the Seattle Seahawks Pete Carroll moment of not making Marshawn Lynch the hero. Right. Right. And 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 just like in that situation. And, you know, Reinsdorf was a 
was a prick. So he's going to actually probably have some kind of say or something in the, in this whole scenario, because what he's trying to do is to control the narrative. And then this is a way for him not to pay Scotty or not to do X, and Y, or Z. Of, there's a so, lot of, yeah, there's a lot of moving parts. And Kukoc at that time was the first potential international star. I don't see it. I don't see somebody that that could hold those intangibles like Scotty had. And yet at the same time, even though I feel that way about Scotty and I really feel that way, that Scotty was that dude. um, I don't know what Scotty wants. Yeah. And I feel the same way. Yeah, I feel the same. That's why I think it's the book situation. You got six chips. Most people consider you one of probably the best 25 players of all time. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing of it is, is that when when you speak about athletes like them, it's really never about that. You know, all of them have egos and pride and everything else. Absolutely. So I don't think that it's just books. Scotty doesn't need to sell books or make money like that. You know what I'm saying? But it is about something that he feels like he's been slighted by on the inside. And I think that it might be like he's been. uh And it, it seems like it might be a thing where he didn't have enough input on what was said in the last dance. Right. And that's what I heard him say when he said, well, uh, you know, we opened up the locker room to the cameras. That was our locker room. That wasn't just Michael's locker room. That was our right. locker room. And we all we all agreed that these cameras could follow us to document because we knew this was our last go around. Right. I mean, he was a intricate part of the whole process. He was. And I feel like in the in the last dance, it's Michael Jordan's movie. The dude who produces it is going to put a little slant on it. And that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how it works. So, I, I, you know, I, that's yeah. why I feel like it just got to be maybe just this book gig. And guess what? You know, it's always funny because I know you can call Mike. You can pick up the phone and say, oh, Mike, you know, um, y'all doing this thing, this last dance. Could I be involved? Blah, 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 whatever. I mean, um, I don't know. I feel like it's just a little bit of sour grapes from the past, and he's trying to sell a book. So I think it's a combination. I also, you know, but when you when you talk about why would he want to call Mike? I read that he didn't even want Mike to give uh, to induct him into the Hall of Fame. He wanted uh, Dr. J to do it. Really? Wow! But he does. But he did not. But he does not know Dr. J, so it, it, he couldn't <laughs> ask him. Well, but he, Dr. J was his idol. So then the next person in line was Mike. Well, you know, the, the funny part about that is how you want somebody to induct you into the Hall of Fame that doesn't know you at all. I mean, at least you need to know him. I mean, if, if you're going to induct me to the Hall of Fame, I'd be like, oh, here comes Joseph Cooper. Y'all be like, Who, who's Joseph Cooper? You know, uh, who, you That's know, my boy. That's my man. Yeah, I didn't know Cal knew Joe Cooper. <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? So, so I don't understand what this guy said. So I wanted Dr. J, but I didn't know him. Well, obviously, that's why you can't get Dr. J, because you didn't know him. So you, that, that's exactly right. what he said. So he had to settle for Mike. He had to settle for Mike. <laughs> like, I'd settle for Mike. Okay. You know, let me hit him up. But you know how tired he probably is of answering questions about Michael Jordan? Yeah, man. You know how much, well, I can only you know imagine. How much mm-hmm. people have talked to him about Michael Jordan? Right. And the magic of Jordan and everything yeah. else. He's like, hey, man. I'm a I'm a grown man too, right? But you and know, I, here's the other. And problem. I was nice. And yes. I was nice. But here's the thing, though. What I heard, I heard that back in the day, though, when it came to the chicks, Scotty was getting more than Mike, though. 
because yeah, yeah. Right. Scotty was the man. Yeah, I heard Scotty, Scotty was, was the man. man. I heard that too. Right. So I mean, you did get some reward, and, and it was supposedly a, a cause of beef with Mike from Mike. Like Mike was upset that Scotty was the man. Scotty was the man. So again, if you Scotty, what are you really mad at? You got you got your bread. <laughs> was, I mean, you gonna be mad at that? Mad? <laughs> and you had an easy time. You was wide open. <laughs> Every time you got the ball, there was space between you and the next defender. Why? Because he's paying attention to Mike business, like everybody else. <laughs> I mean, that's what happened, you know. So I mean, I, yeah, I don't get. I'm a little confused, but I feel like I felt like maybe it's the selling the syllabus. That's how I can look at it. But wow. you know, a hell of a player, okay. you know? a hell of a player. Let me let me ask Coach Buckets a question. Yes, sir. That there have been complaints in the NBA about the new ball, and it's supposed to be supposedly the reason why the three point percentage is down. How true do you think that is? Well, um, not so much, I feel. Like, sometimes a feel of the ball is a feel of the ball, but they have, like, sometimes talc. They use different things to get a nice feel of the ball. And I'm pretty sure the NBA didn't introduce a ball. They didn't have any type of player's approval. They didn't just say, here's the ball. Somebody or some entity had to look at this ball and say, you know what, this will be fine for whatever we're doing. You know what I mean? And guess what? If enough players complain or players association complain enough, they'll change it back. But I mean, um, I don't feel like the ball shouldn't affect your shooting that much. I, I think what's affecting things a little bit, though, is that they're not calling as many fouls. They're not. Right. So, the, yeah, new rule change. the new rule change. So you see people going to the line a lot less. So I feel like okay, maybe so, there's a little so, more, a little more friction going on in the game and it's affecting. You know, can you break down the rule change? Well, it's saying right. So before you, you have to you, when you're shooting the basketball, you can't lean to the side. You have to go straight up. So if somebody hits your arms or you get bumped going straight up, then it's a foul as usual. When anything, any side side movement or back or too forward leg kickouts, leg kickouts too far, that's going to be a foul. I mean, it, it's going to be an offensive foul. So I feel like, and what's happened? They haven't called that many offensive fouls on those things. But what's happened is guys feel like when they're going to the basket now, the whistle's a little lax. Damon Lillard complained about it. James Harden sure complained about it. James Harden. James, James Harden is a flopper, though. Well, he complained Lillard about it. And, I, and not I, a flopper. I saw a few clips where James is going to the basket and his hands over his arms and he's not getting the call. So I feel like they're, maybe they're trying to make it a little tougher. Maybe the league has gotten um, the memo from the public that they're saying, you know, the hand check back in the day has made things easy. You guys have made it so easy to score. So now they're trying to toughen it up to make it a little tough to score. That's what I think. But um, I feel like that's the biggest thing with the field goal percentage, and um, you know, guys, guys will shoot. Maybe it's the maybe it's the virus. Maybe it's the vax <laughs> in in the shooting arm. <laughs> <laughs> you should have gave it to him in the. Office. Well, Kyrie wouldn't know. <laughs> Kyrie wouldn't know, right? Yeah, Kyrie wouldn't know, no. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like the feel of the ball should not. If if, if your form is good, you're holding the ball well. You should be able to let that thing go straight all the time. You know what I mean? So. Um, the biggest issue with guys missing in the league, bro, honestly, is they don't hold their form long enough. That's guys missing the league because they don't hold their form long so enough. So is that like the follow through? Absolutely. Like, so after you flick, it should be a flick and a freeze. If you can flick and freeze, any motion after that flick is going to affect the shot some. So if you see, and next time you watch the game, you see guys drop their hands and look at the misses. Long, long, long. All the misses are long because you drop, it's like a yo-yo effect. Like it, it's like a yo-yo. It go, you try it yourself. If you do it like that, and you pull your hands back too, it's gonna push the ball a little longer than you want. And I feel like I don't know why the NBA um shooting coaches haven't figured out like 
this is the issue. Like, guys, I, I see Damon Lillard missing shots that are great shots, but it's because he's dropping his hand so quick. And I know it's a great shot because the ball is coming directly back to him. That means he shot it straight as an arrow. The only reason he misses is because it went long off the back rim and because he's dropping his hand. So, guys, if guys, and you see if guys wow. hold their hands, the other things that affect it is balance. So, if you see a guy shoot and he lands and he doesn't move, if he if his aim is right, that's that's a bucket for sure. So I always that's the things I look at. I look at after the guy releases the ball, what his body done to let me know if he was on balance or not after the after the shot. You know what I mean? And and when I see a guy land balance and his hands are up, hey, I know for there's a good chance that's probably gonna be a bucket. You know, the, the, depending on you know the move. Sometimes if a move you're off balance, you gotta shoot the ball off balance. I get it. You know, but most of the time you got a clean open shot. If I look at the guy and I see him bounce to the side any. I know that shot's going to be off to the side. And most of the time, if he bounce over here, you'll see that ball go right. If he bounce over here, you know, I know it might have the mirror effect, but you'll see it go exactly how his body bounces. So if you see a guy land on the floor and his body bounces to the right, watch that shot. That shot will go right and vice versa. You know what I mean? So, so I, wow. you know, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, but it's all balance. You see, I would say balance is the hidden force that directs the ball. So it's like the wind. You can't see it, but it's there. Your balance is there. You can feel it. You can, but it, you know, you wow. cannot the see it, but it's there. The hidden force directs the ball. The hidden right. force directs the ball. He broke it down to a yes, science. Sir. Yes, sir. So, so. Dr. Buckets. It, 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 Dr. Buckets. So if you fall off to the side, guess where that ball <laughs> going? To the side. So Steph Curry, you remember when Steph Curry gets hot and he hit a bunch of shots and he just start spinning around? When he misses those shots, the way he spin is the, the way he spun is the way he missed the ball. You know it's just, it's just what wow. it is. It's, it's a part of muscle memory, you know, so. So um yeah so that's that's all this most of the shots are missed guys are just dropping their hands really quick if you hold your form and you land on balance and your aim is right that's a bucket and most you know they're so good that they can make it even when everything is not perfect you know that's why they get away with it sometimes they do the wrong thing and they make a few they're like oh I'm good no those watch you're gonna start missing because of that same thing it's just right now when you did it everything was balanced when you hit it at the spot everything was good so you got away with dropping your hands quick but later on it's gonna catch up with you you know and that's what happened yes sir. Coach Buckets, appreciate that. That's good intel right there, yes, right? Yes, uh, especially for our fans that listen that are, that are working on their game day in the lab. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, who you like in the West? Who you like in the East? And can the Lakers pull it together? And wh- what is going to happen with Ben Simmons? Okay. Well, <clears throat> I feel like it seems like they're, they're thawing a little bit with Ben. And I feel like he, he wants to come back. But, you know, it's probably in way a little bit but i mean i don't see hurt his feelings and now they we that's what we got to come back from uh, a hurt feeling <laughs> but ben needed to work on his game but that's know? the bottom and, line and i think eventually that's completely the bottom line you can't blame me if, right. because your game is not together you got to be able i mean you can't you can't hit free throws you can't yeah, hit man. a jumper i mean there's a lot of guys that can handle the ball yeah. i need you to be able to do something i need you to be able to shoot it a little like, I don't yeah. think, you know, I'm a shot doctor, but shooting is not the most important part of the game. It's just one of the, the parts of the game. You, the most important mm-hmm. part of the game is ball handling, but you have to still be able to hit a free throw. You still got to be able to hit a free throw. Or you live at the free throw line. Or you live at the free throw line. I'm from New York, man. New York City point guards forever. They couldn't shoot from range. They get free throws up. <laughs> you know what I mean? They yeah, Mark Jackson and, and, and Rod Strickland. Those guys, they couldn't shoot threes well. But they can handle the ball, make passes, and they can shoot free throws. So at the end of the game, when you need to handle the ball, they're going to foul you. Got to be able to make free throws. 
You understand? So, I, you know, I don't understand, like, you know, Simmons got away with it so long. And sometimes when your confidence is well, you'll do more than you can. But when your confidence starts swaying a little bit, it starts showing up in your shot as well. So I feel like when he was, you know, in, in college and high school, he was just a man. So his confidence was great. He did everything just on confidence. Right. You know, and he got to the basket whenever he wanted to. But then now your confidence starts swaying a little bit. So start, things start getting a little tense. Some shoulders start getting a little tense. <laughs> you start missing shots. Tighten up. <laughs> yeah, start tightening up. You start missing shots. You know, so um, well, you know, the trippy part about this whole situation is that him and Brandon Ingram went one and two, but now you know, there's buyer's remorse for Ben Simmons, man. and everybody feels like they probably got it wrong with BI, right? But you know, here's the thing I feel like shooting is something you can fix, you can fix it. So if that man goes in the lab, he's still 6'10, super fast, and, and can finish around the bucket. He had one of the best, the better jump hooks in the league around that's what he around the basket, he has a really good jump hook. So Ben has skills. It's just he needs to work on the shooting portion of it. The funny part about well, it, and, and he, but see, so that's the discipline of it all. Work on his his mind, that because yeah. ultimately yes, you can yes, have sir. all the skills in the world. Yes, it's sir. like when the, uh, it's like when when Chuck Knobloch caught the yips, you know, mm-hmm. with Rick and Keel or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Chuck Knobloch can throw the ball from second base to first base, right? But for some reason, for there was a period when he could not, when he could not, and right, and it, it was mental. And if yeah. Ben Ben can't get past his mental situation. I think some of it is youth, you know, some of right. it is hurt feelings, like you're saying. Right. I don't think anything changes. So I think I, I really think he needs a mentor, a big brother, a fatherly kind of figure of sorts mm-hmm. to really help, you know, right. To, to, right. to really help with the, the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I feel like once again, everybody sleep on the Bucks. Nobody right. really speaks about the Bucks. Everybody talks nets, 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 yada, right. yada, yada. And, and, you know, and everybody out West wants to talk about the Lake show, which it's still early, but at this point it, it's clear that their, their issue is going to be chemistry and injuries. Right. And if they can overcome those, meanwhile, the Warriors just keep winning games, keep winning games. and but when they get Clay Thompson back, forget about it. Right. But here's the thing with the Lake show. And I felt like this was an issue coming into the season. Um, you need, there's pieces to a puzzle on a team. So you need guys to hit the open shot. You need guys going to penetrate and kick, right? You need all those things. LeBron normally designs it where he has a bunch of guys that can shoot around him so he can run the screen and roll and get it to those open guys so they can they can shoot um, open jump shots. Russell Westbrook is not that catch-and-shoot guy. So now, no, what do not. you do? And, and, and neither is LeBron so well. So... And I almost feel like LeBron is watching these games. He's sitting out almost on purpose to try to download and figure out what the plan needs to be mm-hmm. on how he can adjust what he does and right. instruct the team thus for after that. Yeah. So I, I feel like but the biggest issue is that is the jump shooting of, of there's not enough catch and shoot plays. That's why they try to put um, who's in the starting lineup right now. The um, They were saying it was going to be the kid from Carolina, but he hasn't played much. Malik um, Monk? Monk, well, Monk, Malik just, Monk? Monk just showed up yesterday. I mean, he's been doing well yeah. off the bench. But they weren't look, looking. Yeah, at yeah, him yeah. He showed up. So now, yesterday yep. was his best game with yesterday the Lakers. Was his, now, mind you, he can score. He can score the rock. But he wasn't in the starting lineup, and he hasn't been in the starting lineup. You know, so um, that's the thing. It's it's AD. He's a good jump shooter, but then you can't just make AD a jump shooter because then it takes away from the other stuff that he does so well. You understand? So I feel like they have an issue with how are they? What's the offense going to be? Who's going to be the guy with the ball? And who's going to be the guys catching and shooting? And normally with LeBron, he's coming off those screens 
He's getting the advantage, and now he's kicking. Westbrook isn't that guy to catch it and shoot it. You know, I mean, they did well when you had D-Wade, but I think D-Wade was a better finisher because D-Wade was a slasher, and also D-Wade was a mid-range assassin. So D right. yeah, he could hit the mid range. D Wade was a five two player. Man, he he yeah. had it all. He, he had it all, and he had the intangible, which is clutch. Which is right. clutch. Yes, Th- that that yet that's yet to be seen for all of the Lakers uh, uh, besides LeBron James. To exactly. be honest, exactly because you saw it in the bubble. Well, well with AD. Right. We I don't. I don't think any. Ca- I don't think any casual fan would believe that Anthony Davis. You would label him clutch. I think that outside oh. of that bubble performance, we haven't seen evidence of that. We haven't, but I don't think he's been in that many clutch situations where his team weren't playing in important games where he had to come through. So I feel like he was down here where I am now in New Orleans. And most of the time it was on Boogie's shoulders. Right. You understand? So I feel like and they never got to like the conference finals. They never no, got. No, right. No, no. Right. Exactly. He always so, got hurt. So, right. That's in an part. 82 game season. It part. still remains to be seen if Anthony Davis is able to play in May and June during the standard 82 game season. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so I I feel like, but he has to, he has to show up because I feel like he's the guy that does the most. He can score inside to score a little bit outside. Um, Well, he's the threat, but the problem is, is whether or not he's a decoy or if he's an actual threat. I feel like he needs to be the threat. I really do. I think like, I feel like if he focused on defense, he could really help the team because when he does D up, He's a problem. And he has right. to do that, I feel. I feel like that has to be mandatory. In order for the Lakers to win, he has to be a good defender, period. He has to be a, a, a shot blocker, right, shot changer. He has to be a presence in the middle for them to be good. You know, so I feel that has to be there. If it's not there, there's a problem. There's a problem. So he, can he do it and stay healthy? Remember, your best ability is your availability. If you ain't available. (laughs) 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 Your best ability is your availability. If you ain't available, bro, man, the ability ain't there. (laughs) Right? It's on the bank somewhere. True story. You know what I mean? So you got to show and you got to be there. And he hasn't been there. I feel like he can be clutched up. And I feel like um, if he is put in those situations and he has to come through for the shot, he'll come through, I feel. And I feel like that's that's what they'll have to do. I feel like he needs to be the dude. Like LeBron can handle them the, the whole game. And when it comes crunch time, y'all need to go get AD. And AD need to go get some buckets for us. Yeah. And that's part of if what he's available. Is, especially when if you're he's 40 available. years old. If he's, <laughs> he's available. available. That's your best ability. Coach Buckets, yes, sir. Yes, sir. always yes, a pleasure having you. Stop always by. Going to get you back on soon. Talk some college hoops. Yes, Talk sir. some NBA hoops. Yes, sir. Uh, we just want to give a, a quick shout back to you and get the get the fans re-ingratiated with your style and your commentary. And I appreciate the love always, fellas. Y'all have a great day. God bless you guys and your listeners. Peace. Peace. <laughs> always a pleasure. The, the, our fantastic panelists and guests on the Ozone, folks. Going to leave you now with a quote from the great Epicetus, which is the key to success is keeping company With people who uplift you, whose presence calls forth your best, be your best, folks. Be around people who demand your best and who inspire your best because we're all in this thing together, this this thing called life. I am your host, Omar Miller, and this is the Ozone. Ozone.